Support for the King of the Couch podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code KOTC at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls. Now guys, the king of the couch has shaved his balls many times and I've also nicked my balls whilst doing so many a time. By using the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, I went in feeling quite confident. And after my first shave, I'm happy to report it was a brilliant experience that's left me feeling extremely confident with shaving my balls in the future. Future. Firstly, it was a very, very smooth shave. Secondly, the LED light helped me out immensely. And last but definitely not least, the fact that the lawnmower 4.0 was waterproof meant I could trim away in the shower, which meant no mess for me to clean up afterwards. Safe to say, I was extremely stoked with my experience. The Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and oh man, it's a game changer. Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. First off, the Lawnmower 4.0. This trimmer is the future of grooming, and dare I say, the greatest ball trimmer ever. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400k LED spotlight when you need a more precise shave. Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess on the bathroom floor. You thought that was good, but want to take your grooming game even further to the next level? The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and provides skin safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags and tugs in those delicate nose holes. Their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas, your balls will thank you. Manscaped even throw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0. Manscaped Boxes and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxes to another level. It's time to take care of yourself, men. So go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping worldwide with the code KOTC today. King Smith, we're back, baby. King of the couch, Smitty. How you going, man? We're good. We're, we're, we're coordinated today, and I like it. We're recording here. We're both wearing Metallica shirts. Um, I've got my own King of the Couch merch on because I like to do that. Like an 80s metal band. Hey, if we were Metallica wearing Metallica shirts, it's the same sort of thing if, right now. If you're promoting your um, shit, I'm promoting my shit then, you know? Oh, that's cool. What's that? I've seen that. It's a Anyone that's listening to the audio, he's got a, like a plaque. Is that like burnt wood? Yeah. We've, all, we've all got burnt wood in the background. My, yours just maybe looks a little bit more fancy than I, mine, evidently. <laughs> um, cheers. I'm on the Pasito still. Sugar-free because I care about my body. I'm, I'm on the the the, 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 bar, the Listeners, um... Smitty has a problem every time we do a show together. This must be our third, fourth show. I'm not sure. Holy fuck. He's literally pouring a whole a whole thing of Buckfast into a pint bottle. Every time, I will say, Smitty's got an issue with alcohol. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get straight into it because every time we've fucking recorded together, like, so the first time, right, I had, I think I had a few drinks, right? And you weren't drinking. So yeah. I feel like maybe like I'm partly responsible for this because I was like, all right, yeah. And then you caught me fucking... 
you caught me by storm by not drinking. <laughs> and then every other podcast since then, I think maybe I've had like one or two drinks, a lot of non-alcoholic beers, and mm. I'm on a fucking sugar-free procedure. I'm not even on a sugar high tonight. And you've got <laughs> drunker and drunker each episode. And then what he does, ladies and gentlemen, is like 12 to 24 hours from now, I'm like, hey, man, can you send me the video file or something? Or he'll then Instagram call me when I'm working, doing emails, drinking cafe lattes the next day. And he's just like rat-ass, like pure shit. Like I'm kind of like, can I call someone? Like I think he might be trying to um, kill himself to death here with alcohol. I'm not sure. That's how drunk you get after our shows. So I have that effect on people. But, yeah, man, congratulations. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a messy night, bro. I don't know even. I don't even know why I decided to call you. You got Oh, that event. That's the event. I'm just talking general podcasts. You, oh. you can't even remember <laughs> podcasts. We haven't even got to that event. That was another bad one. Good one, depending on how you're looking at it. But yeah, if I was looking at it going, um, if I, it, it was the perfect thing for like, hey, if you don't want to become an alcoholic, watch this man. Oh, yeah. Uh, for 10. Yeah, I've, I've gone downhill a lot recently with drinking. Like, I've been hitting it pretty fucking hard. And it's because of you, because you, you made me drink on the podcast one time, and it's just spiraled. I never actually... I, know. T- I never touched alcohol till I met you. I feel bad. <laughs> I really do feel bad. I, the next... I swear... I promise Scout's on it. The next time we record, I will have a drink. Hey, it's just... I think I don't know why I haven't. It's, it's just awkward timing it's always awkward and then i don't plan for it and like today look i'm just financially really skint we're a day into like being over the due date so i can't i just can't i want to but i can't i'm still waiting for a valid excuse <laughs> yeah no there's no excuse it's shitful no because what's it's, been it's, going it's, on it's man only, it's, it's been a fucking, while I, last time it's only it's only 11 30 over here and i'm fucking drinking and you're not a disgrace You've got to get some kids. Eh? You've got to get some kids to straighten up your life. Um, someone, you just need someone, a good woman, to say, "Look, hey, time to put the bottle down. Time to stop hurting yourself." You know? No, I'd rather be single for the rest of my life. <laughs> Are you single or not? Because last time we were speaking, you—I'm pretty confident you were still in a relationship. Um, let's not, not talk about that right now. It's complicated. <laughs> let's add oh, that bit out. So. Maybe we'll just um we won't talk about that on the air. Yeah, no, fuck no. no. You can't edit anything out. <laughs> um, oh, no, I've 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 been I've been all right. There's a couple of things going on. Just my, my head's all over the place. Just recently, be stuck inside my own head. But I don't blame drink oh. or anything else. It's just you spoke about it one time, like twenty episodes ago, about like you know you're beating yourself down a lot in your own head, and you just you know you thought you weren't good enough, and a lot of things are catching up with you, like finances and stuff, and you know. Relationship yep. stuff and all, all all different external factors really affecting your your head internally, and I'm at that mm. I'm at that stage now where I'm like fucking, I just can't be arsed doing it anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what you mean. When you when you mean can't be arsed doing it, as in live for the podcast, podcast, e- everything. <laughs> yeah, I know um, what you mean, man. I was just like, is he is he trying to fucking tell me something here? <laughs> um, no, I get it, man. I mean, it's worth talking about for sure. Um, it's yeah. I think recently, man, and I mean, what has it been like? Maybe five, six weeks since we've done our last podcast. It's like, yeah. I mean, time has flown, and we we were gonna we were trying to do one a month, and we, we look, we've done well, I think. But it's just one of those things. You, when you're so in the zone with whatever it is, mm. and you're in the zone, and you're doing it, yeah. and you're chopping it up. That might be the podcast. That might be work. Going to the gym. I don't know. Whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, like, you derail it somehow, and then it's hard to just get back on the tracks. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been like for six weeks, man. Not in a bad way, just like, 
Yeah, but I, I thought, man, when I meant because I messaged when you were like, "Hey, when we recording next?" and I was like, "Yeah, like tonight, sort of thing." But yeah, sorry, I've been a bit fucking no, off it. There's, there's and not, then you were like, "Yeah, man, I'm in the same boat." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And it was fun. One of those things. I thought, "Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll no doubt talk about this." Oh yeah, like I picked up what you're putting down straight away. You know, a hundred percent. See, I'm the fears now with the podcast as well that I've never put so much effort into something, especially the comedy too. I've never put so much effort into something in my entire life. Yeah. And then, like you know, organizing guests, I had like a couple of banging fucking guests lined up, and then people like either ghost me or not replying and stuff. When I'm trying to organize the dates and stuff, and I'm like, fucking, like, there's there's a day I was meant to go down to Belfast for a full day as a filament and podcast. I meant to do three podcasts in one day, which would like cover me for the month. That yeah. was fine, but I went down and I was sitting in Belfast at the location they sent me, and they were like, "Yeah, sorry, can't do it today. Good luck." And I was like, "What? Like, why not tell me that the day before, or like a fucking, <laughs> yeah, dude. you know, so, so I can organize other things?" And that just fucking threw a real spot on the work. So then we or- mm. we reorganized for another date, and I went down, and the exact same thing happened again. I was like, "You know what, lads? Fuck yes, I can't be ours." And that sort of derailed that. Ki- that kicked me in the bollocks a wee bit with my confidence for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I get that, man. It's a tough one. Um, I think that we've talked about it before, I think with the podcasting or like anything that you're trying to do consistently, but then also do it well. You know what I mean? You put your own spin on it. And like this this one's a little bit different for us because we're kind of – we're putting an effort by like catching up and making time and we're recording it and editing and stuff, but we're not putting an effort in the way that like we're just pretty casual with it. But the other guest ones, especially the newer guest ones, you're really conscious of wasting people's time and you also don't want to make them look like a shit bag, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. sort of, you know, especially because you don't know like who, if they're going to be a talker or not, you know, mm-hmm. like, so you, you definitely put a lot of effort in. So when you, when you go to those lengths, especially if you go to meet someone too, you yeah. know what I mean? On Zoom, it's not yeah. as bad, but, um, otherwise you're kind of like, fuck. And it does, it does. Cause you're kind of like, oh, we're going to do this and record it. And that's when I release it. And then that gets chopped up. I think for, I think for me, cause I've been recording solo for so long, it's like you're only letting yourself down in yeah. the moment. And then it's usually after the fact that I feel really bad. Like I'll get one, I can just be one person that goes, Hey man, where's the podcast? And you're like, oh, I've let I've let you down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're like, it's, it's an dog. awful thing. It's an awful thing. Because then on my one year anniversary of doing the podcast, I was going to do like a podcast a day. I had a special guest lined up at a serial killer podcast to be released on the Sunday. Uh, mm. The disappearance of Madeline McCandy released on the Wednesday, which is now, which is actually coming out tomorrow now because certain things been added into it. And I guess lined up for the Tuesday, the Friday, and the Saturday, and every single one of them cancelled. And I was like. Like what the fuck? Like you know, like, mm-hmm. and it was all on the day too. Like, and it was, it was, yeah. all, it was all stuff they'd turn around and says, "Oh, I have to do this, this, and this." And they're like, "That was organized like months ago, and you told me this." So why are you fucking? Why are you, yeah, like, they just yeah. they double booked themselves, and it was just annoying, and I was it's, fucking fuming. Yeah. But oh well. <laughs> I saw that man. I saw that you were trying to do the seven podcasts in seven days. That's a, that was a ballsy move. I soon, when I first read that, I was like, I was like, oh, he's got um. He's got his work cut out for him, you know, because I think you're listed, like, there's the Maddie McCann one. Which, that is coming out, right? So tomorrow, that is so tomorrow. I'm finishing off one tomorrow. thing for today. I, ha- I had one of the lead investigators coming on. He, he, was, he actually yeah. featured in the, in the Netflix documentary. He's from Belfast. And he was meant oh, to, really? He, he, was meant to, he came on. I had a 45-minute recorded phone call with him, and he's told me he can't release it now. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. Yeah, <sighs> it, it, like... When you said you were doing it, I was like, oh, it just must be you doing it, right? And then you said you had a guest, and I was like, oh, like, 
It's, and then you said it was someone like on the case, and I, I literally I was thinking, I was like, fuck, I was like, this is pretty dicey, isn't it? You know, like it's one of those. I I didn't watch the Netflix series. I knew about the case, but there was was there any like person that was like found guilty or whatever? Like, what was the outcome of it? There's there, it's still ongoing. Um, there was actually That's what I thought yeah. There was actually a news headline came out the other day. That the parents are saying that the 15 years on, the truth is still out there, and we want to know what the crack is. But there's a guy called Christian B. Well, I, I can't pronounce his second name, but he's called Christian B. Which, when you listen to the podcast, I'm sort of pointing the finger at him and saying it wasn't the parents that were actually involved in it because of mm-hmm. numerous different factors. Um, there, there's a, there's a time where he he worked on on the on the site of of the disappearance in the hotel. He worked in the hotel, but he was caught for like raping residents of the hotel and stuff and filming it, and he had snuff videos and all of him raping these fucking women all around the place. So the parents read it at, at a meal, which is like maybe 100 yards away from the, the room that the girl was taken from, and they were leaving the table every 20, 30 minutes to go around and check the room to make sure the kids were okay. Now, mm. one, now one of the guys went up to the room and only listened, and he heard rustling in the room, and he said, oh, that must be the child rolling over. Now, this is a three-year-old child on a bed with a blanket around her. There wouldn't be rustling. I'm yeah, fully yeah. convinced the rustling that he heard was this guy called Christian B., in the room, taking her at the time. Fuck. And only if he if he had looked around the corner of the door and the scene, he would have seen him there with the child. And when that guy left, he was out the door and gone. And that's what I'm I am genuinely convinced of this here because the load, there's a lot of different things surrounding the two that he's got loads of snuff videos filmed. He had the searched house and they found a fucking a, a burial site at the back of his house where he buried his dog. But, in, but inside the dog's fucking rib cage was a bag mm. with memory cards and USB pens full of snuff videos and rape videos and shit. And you're like, like how's how's this guy not one of the main suspects? Well, he is the main suspect now, but how's this guy fucking, you know, how's the finger not being pointed at him by everybody else and not claiming it was the parents and stuff? It's just, ugh. there's so Dude, much it's that. A, um... <sighs> Yeah, those cases like that, man, I don't know. They're just so dicey, man. And you know what? Like, I've, what did you say the case was 17 years old? Something like that, yeah. 15 years, yeah, 15 yeah. years so, old? Yeah, like, it's so long ago. So it was pre me having kids. But any of that sort of shit now with kids really fucks me up, man. Like, yeah. in terms of like the thought behind it, you know, and you just think, oh, like, God, like, nothing like that would ever happen. And it does, man. That's like the really sad thing. It's like a real, true, real life thing. And that's why, like, I watch horror movies and go, "Oh yeah, this is like a joke. Like, it's funny to me, you know." But then when it's like based on some abduction thing, but there's that new Netflix series, like that Cleveland abduction or whatever oh, that movie. Yeah. That's like, yeah, like I'm like, nah. Like I don't, I know how how the story goes. Like I'm like, nah. Like even just reading it, I'm like, this doesn't make me feel good. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not putting myself through that bullshit, you know? Yeah. Too much like negative shit in the world. But I'm genuinely keen to hear that podcast, man, because I don't know much about the case beyond the public. You know what was what was pushed out there. The the kid went missing. It was in Spain or some shit like that. As yeah, uh, proud to Louise in Portugal. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, there's so much fucked up stuff to it. There's a couple of things that throws me off that does make me point the finger at the parents. But the the more I've read into it. The more I believe the the parents had no involvement, because because the 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 cadaver dogs in the one to smell blood and one to smell dead bodies, and in the in the hotel room that the child was taken from, the the cadaver dog uh, signaled twice, one in a cupboard and one behind the sofa to say there's a dead body there at some point. They signaled to the the parents' car as well. They hired out twenty five days after the disappearance in the boot for there was blood, 
and in the front left uh, door of the car, there was the, the, the cadaver dog signaling for a dead body, which the only thing that throws me off. But it could be anything. It, it could. It could be that. That could be anything. Yeah, dude, it could be, man. That's like, that's like one of those. Now it's like almost like a cold case, isn't it? Where it's like going on for so long, and you just it's one you, you just you want a resolution to anything yeah. you want a resolution and they think that's like oh it's it's a disgusting case anyway when a kid goes missing or someone goes missing it's and there's that no closure so you just hope for everyone involved especially the innocent people man and the innocent like one has been taken you just like is there got there's got to be a resolution you know like and you hope so i watched um i watched the fucking john wayne gacy tapes oh they're have you, have you seen so fucked up dude yeah. and like I knew about his case. I didn't know the ins and outs. I knew his persona with the clown and stuff like that, man. But when you hear these guys, like these killers talking on the tape and you're like, he's as cool as a cucumber too. And that's what's like even more frightening about it. You're like, this guy like would sodomize and kill some cunt and then just like go back to work and eat a ham sandwich. You're just like, that's so fucked up. Um, There's no fixing these dudes. You know what I mean? Like I recorded a podcast with the guys. I'm going to shout them out. They're called I Could Murder a Podcast. So they're all serial killer based podcasts, right? Yep. They done the John Wayne Gacy thing as well. And they played the tapes and all through it too. And it was one of the most well done, but disturbing things I've ever listened to in my entire life. But if you think that one was bad, you should listen to their podcast with the BTK killer. It was called the Bind Torture Kill Killer. Yeah, dude. I, Oh, mate, he, I'm listening. Keep going. I'm listening. He hid in people's houses for fucking days, and stalked them in their house, like in the cavity walls of their house, and broke out, tied them up, and fucking started strangling them and killing them and stuff. It's fucked up. BTK. Yes. Dude, Fuck. How weird is that. I bought this for like eight bucks years ago. I don't even know why I bought it. There's the creepy looking cunt there, right? Yeah, that's him. I'm just anyone listening to the audio. I've got a book here on the BTK killer. Bind, torture, kill. The inside story of the serial killer next door. These people are fucked up. They're so fucked up. They're all like these American dudes too. Yeah, it's all fucked but, up. And like, I don't know why I wanted to share that. I don't know why I've got that serial killer book there. Um, just, I was like on speed dial. Um, yeah, no, I've reached- I'll have to li- listen to those guys. I think those serial killer podcasts are pretty well done. Like the way they can know so much information, gather so much information, yeah. and like get it across so well you know yeah that's that's the thing as well so like they, they do it in seasons and so the first two seasons was great but this season is even better because they have like a a psychologist on who's a forensic psychologist who like dives into the mind of the killer and what he thinks the reasons behind the killer doesn't does stuff he's called dr das which i'm hopefully recording a podcast with soon and it's Dude, fucking, would- it's so good i can't praise them enough shout out ben and fucking nazar oh so good Dude, yeah, that's that's cool, man. I'll have to check that one out. I'm keen to get, hopefully get the Maddie McCann one out. I think that'd be a, that'd be a cool one. Those ones they're so touchy though, man. Especially that it's an open case. That'd be like I could imagine it being like really fucking touchy. It's crazy that people would come out and be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna jump on a podcast and talk about it," yeah, without actually getting like okayed first. Mm-hmm. But I don't even know who they would have to get okayed by. Yeah, like, well, see, I, have, I haven't said the guy. I haven't said the guy's name. And I won't, um, I, I was actually going to offer to sign like non-disclosure agreements and stuff, not to release his name and change his voice and stuff, just for the, the chat alone, because it was really good and really informatic. But he came out yeah. and said, nah, I can't, I can't release it, sorry. I was like, for fuck's sake, it was the only thing that was holding me back. But the whole thing, like, the case is that long and that in-depth. I had to record it in 30-minute segments. So I'd record for a while, then stop, and then get the next bit ready, and then record again, then fucking stop and record and stop. And the fucking really pissing me off just to get everything right, but... 
Good. Fuck me. So how long did it take you to record? Uh, about three days. So how long was the whole podcast? Like it's, all it's, up, you it's, reckon? It's, it's about three and a half hours. Fuck. That's, <laughs> that's, you're, that's like a proper Joe Rogan one, eh? Yeah, proper Joe Rogan one. It was fucking great. Fuck it. Um, yeah. I think one of us has got... Is your, is your you Are you freezing up? I think one of us has got some dodgy internet tonight. It might, it's probably me, mate. It's probably me. Technical difficulties. Is it my video? He's freezing up, actually. As I've said that, he's frozen. Oh, Can you're you free, you're freezing too. It's both of us. I must have a connection here fucking connection. Oh, well, as long as the audio's good, we're fucking on your internet connection. Yeah, that's all right. As long as you can hear me. I just had a bit of feedback for, but yeah. that's all right. Yeah. Live and unedited, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, we don't fucking edit here. We're, we're diving in and saying no kissing. Um, so let's talk about the night I rang you, Rudolph. <laughs> yeah, dude. I feel like, was that, to be frank, was that like, was that like, like the feather in the cap of you just like going downhill for a month? Because that was like three <laughs> to four weeks ago. That yeah. was like only. <laughs> So on last, let's go back. The last podcast we talked about, I'm pretty confident you talked about going to Dublin to see the Guinness factory and do one or a couple of shows in Dublin, right? Yep. Yeah. And then I'll let you take it from here because um, <laughs> I, I, you, you looks like you had a great time at the Guinness factory. I will say that much. <laughs> the Guinness factory delivered. Um, I don't uh, know if you have like a responsible service of alcohol in Ireland. We have that here in Australia. It should stop you from like dying of alcohol poisoning on the street. <laughs> nah, bro, fucking went to the Guinness factory and I, I drank a lot there. Like they get you fucked up. And like my tour was at like half nine in the morning. So like <sighs> my first pint of Guinness was like a quarter to ten. <laughs> so like I was trying all these fucking drinks and they're trying to show me different like fucking different things they're making and stuff and things they're they're trying to bring out and you know testing the new sort of strands of Guinness brands and stuff. It's fucking awesome. And I you left were just pure, pure guinea pig. Eh? Pure guinea pig. It was awesome. And then I got and I got talking to the, one of the main guys on it and they were like, yeah, fucking. So we're we're currently collaborating to bring up this deal, which I hope the deal isn't going to be fucking. No scrap now because my the ship I was in, but fucking. So I left the Guinness factory about one, and bro, I was fucked. I was so fucking drunk. Yes, and <laughs> and I was like, fucking. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go around to the Temple Bar, have a couple of drinks in there, sit and listen to the music, grab a feed, whatever. Went down there, started fucking pinting, got talking to one of the girls behind the bar, and she actually knew who I was. And it was you fucking... were starstruck. That went to your head. It went straight to your head, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, I've seen you all over TikTok. I listened to your podcast as well. I really love your comedy. I've seen you the last time you were in Dublin as well. And I was like, fuck, oh, great. So she started, like, feeding me drink. And I was like, do you want a couple of shots? And she was like, yeah, sure. So she pulled out fucking 10 Captain Morgan's fucking spiced rum shots. Fuck that, <sighs> dude. She was like, we're necking these. I was like, oh, shit. So I ten of them, ten of them. So I, she took five, and I took five, and I, and I actually put them into a bigger glass because I didn't want to fucking just go bang, bang, bang. I wanted just uh, fucking down in one. So I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. Bang, knock this fucking captain where it's going. I was like, oh, that's a bad fucking mistake, bro. And that that really fucked me up. Went for food and stuff, and then went to the gig at nine o'clock. I mean, fucking solid twelve hours drinking, me fucked. Done the gig topless. I don't remember doing it. Um, <laughs> done the whole show fucking with my shirt off. I was, I was apparently a real dick. I saw that you had the shirt off, and I was like, I thought it was a different show, and I was like, fuck, why has he got his shirt off, eh? Nah. I was like, he's doing that. That's in his routine now. Yeah. So you were, were you like, was it, was it like a bad show because you were like visibly fucking drunk? 
No, it was a really good show. The, the whole the whole show was shit. Um, the the the, the MC went on. The crowd was fucking dead. The first guy went up on the fucking. He, he got no real reaction. And I went up to the guy and says, "I was meant to be on like you know second to last." And I was like, "Bro, yeah. I don't think I'll last an hour here, but like stick me on now." So I can try and get the mm-hmm. crowd going a bit because I know I've got the, I whip out the golden oldies, you know, the stuff that I know yes. works. I'll get a fucking reaction regardless whether the crowd's shit or not. And you're I, feeling confident, right? Yeah, feeling confident. I went up and as I was walking up to the fucking stage, I was like, fuck it. I'm just undressed. <laughs> Took my shirt off and just fucking threw it at somebody in the crowd. And the room just yeah. fucking lifted. And I was like, there you go. That's that's what we needed. So apparently yeah, I, yeah. I, I, was, I was totally at a really good gig. And then I got fucking even more fucked up. And then I rang you at one point before heading to a club, I think. I think. I can't remember. Oh, I- Mate, you <laughs> uh, you were heading to McDonald's, man. This You literally called me outside on the street, classic like Dublin street, and you were pretty fucked. And you started mouthing off to some people. At least that's, that was my – I couldn't see the people. That was my interpretation of what you were doing. And I was like – Oh man, you were like, let's do a podcast. I was like, man, I literally was making a coffee. I was like, oh, I gotta fucking work, cunt. You know, like, leave me alone. And then you call me back, maybe like thirty to sixty minutes later, and you were in Macca's, like ordering. I could see that you're in Macca's, and then you were like, I don't know what you're ordering, man. But you were like, oh man, you were so drunk. And then like, some guy was there, and you were just, you started mouthing off to him, and I was like, he looked pretty big from what I could see in the video, and I was like, oh, I was like, I literally was like. This guy's a fucking loser in today. I was like, he's. Gonna, I'm like, I don't think we'll be recording next month because he could be in a coma from being knocked out at McDonald's in Dublin, the Dublin McDonald's. Yeah, so like we ended up arguing. I ended up arguing with little guys. I don't know why, but yeah, I just did. And they they fucked up very quickly. I think they were scared of me or they just didn't want to fucking touch me. Whatever. So I ended up meeting one of the comedian guys that I was out like I was gigging with, and he was walking about, and I was like, "Where are you going?" And he goes, "I'm going to a club here." And I goes, "Right, fuck it, I'm going to." And I ditched the McDonald's. I spent fucking twenty euro on McDonald's, and I fucked it in the bin. Didn't even need it. Yeah. So went down to this club, and there was a queue to get into it. And I was like, "Wait, I'm pretty fucked. I might not get in here." And he's like, "Oh, don't worry, I'll get you in, no problem." And he's seen these two girls, and these two girls were standing there by themselves, and they're trying to queue to get in. And they were at the very, very end of the queue. So we're like, right, we're your partners. You know, we're, we're here for a good time. Let's get in, whatever, in the ground. We got up and the two, the two girls got in. And the bouncer turned to us and says, oh, sorry, mate, we're full. <laughs> I was like, you fucking wankers. And I went off on them. I fucking went off on them. I was like, you fucking cunt. That was my girlfriend in there. Oh, I fucking start calling them while it comes to the day. I then, one of them ended up hitting me and putting me on my ass. Like, fuck it, I was out, <laughs> fucking gone. End up fucking yeah, off. you got fucking punched, eh? Yeah. That's like, sometimes, like, that, that's, like, the only thing. When you're so drunk, like, there's no reasoning with a drunk person. Yeah, yeah. fucking, he, he sparked me out cold. I fucking know what bar he works in, too, so I'll go for, I'll get the cunt eventually. Um, but, <laughs> so, <laughs> I ended up get, I ended up fucking trying to walk back to my hotel, and I googled where I was. I remember this, because this was my sober up moment, and it said eight miles from your hotel, and I was like, fuck. Eight miles. I walked it miles. Taxi. You walked, walked eight miles. Walked eight miles back to my hotel. That's like fifteen kilometers, man. Fifteen. Yeah, it took me two hours. Um, I'm gonna. You must have been huffing it, man. Eight miles in two hours. You must have been going pretty fucking. There was better. There was a better run on it. So there was. <laughs> better run and fucking. I just sweated out. Eh? Sweated Fuck, out. This'll do. I got back to the hotel and went into the room, and I had to go for a piss, but I couldn't get my belt undone. So I just sat, yeah, in the, I just sat in the bed and pissed myself. <laughs> I was oh, like, man. fuck it. 
So woke up the following morning. There was fucking sick all over the room. There was fucking pair of jeans covered in piss in the corner. And I was like, oh, "Fuck, those my only no. je- those are my only jeans to get home." It it's like <laughs> it's not what you want. No. It's definitely not what you no. want. Um, sounds like a glorious time in Dublin. Started very elegantly at nine thirty a.m. at the Guinness factory. Yeah. <laughs> About a thousand standard drinks later, you took your shirt off at the club. You were aggressive on oh, the street. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! Sorry, I forgot to. I forgot the one of the best moments of the fucking night. I ended up in a drag bar in Dublin. Did ya? Fuck, good, eh? mate! One of the best nights of my life. Oh, we're running out of time. When does this thing start? We're probably running out of time. This is this is new for us. Uh, aren't we new. on like? Aren't we? We're like big time. We're platinum dudes. We're premium dudes. I, the, uh, the meeting ends ten minutes. We'll just jump back into another one when this ends, and we'll fucking yeah. yeah. We're going to have to get it to the bonus app. Yeah. We don't even have to do the fucking video. We can just do the audio. Yeah, whatever. Um, um, so, it's so, all recording on your end anyway. Yeah, like it's, it all, it's all on my recording, so don't worry. Um, so, yeah, fucking end up in this drag bar and end up doing fucking drunk, naked karaoke and end up singing oh, okay. Electric Sex Gay Bar at the, on the stage. It was, one, it was fucking awesome. <laughs> it was fucking It's like so, the ideal situation to sing that song too, eh? Yeah. It was, mate... I actually want to go back to that bar because the crack in it was fucking brilliant. Was so I bet good. it was. I bet there was some good crack in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, um, <laughs> that, yeah dude. Yeah, I'm, I don't want to talk about butt crack, dude. All the drag queens butt cracks. Um, man, that's uh, that's that's an eventful night. Hey, I've actually never been in uh, Dublin, but it sounds like a fucking good place. Hey. Um, I think you're on for a bender today, man. With the way you're drinking the uh, the Buckfast, you might be on for a, an absolute little bender today. Got a fucking bug in my room, eh? What the fuck? Um, I could mate, be. Yeah, you were, you were pretty you were pretty boozed, and I hadn't spoken to you for like a couple, two or three weeks actually. And I was like, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I wonder if like I should touch base with him, and get on. Is he all right? Sort of thing. I was like, Nah, he always bounces back. I'll see him pop up, and I did see you pop up, frankly. Yeah. So I was like, Well, he's not fucking dead. Um, so that's a good sign. He's not dead. But um, yeah, you were pretty messy, man. Um, but I've I've come I've 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 become accustomed to it. As I said at the start of the show, I I imagine twelve to fourteen hours from now, you'll call me again. Probably like can't read fucking English. You know, yeah, I mean? we'll we'll we'll, we'll see. I might just day drink and then fall asleep at six and then wake up tomorrow. I'll be all right. Fuck it. That's I miss I do miss day drinking a bit, man. I don't get to do it that much. I talked on last night's show, but I had my best mate's engagement party last Saturday night, mm-hmm. and I haven't drunk since then. Not because I was just like jaded because of the hangover, just because I thought, well, I've got another baby coming, I've got to be somewhat responsible here. But man, I was proper, proper gone. But it was a good one of those good events where everyone's in the same mood. You yeah. know, like you're not you're not that guy. Like everyone's that guy, so it's like it's okay. But yeah, fuck man, went out with a went out with a bang. Went out with a bang. Next one, I'll get a bottle of red and we'll have a good time. Um, yeah, fucking serious. And the thing I'm, is, fucking, you're, you're going to be worried about me next February, mate. Like, you really are going to be worried about me because the big I, man here is going to Vegas. What does that mean? Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Las Vegas oh, in February. I thought you said the Vigs. I was no. like, there's a language barrier here. No, I'm, I'm going to Vegas. Me and the podcast boys from the Fabulous Force, and we're going to Vegas, bro, in February. Oh fuck yeah, dude! That's it. Have you been to Vegas before? No, no. That's when you worry. You no, know, if you watch The Hangover, I I do feature in The Hangover as Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, you, know, um. you definitely got a real Zach Galifianakis thing going on here tonight. <laughs> um, you're morphing into Zach. I recently just read he apparently sober now. He doesn't drink anymore. Yeah. Um, you know what the story was? Apparently, he was out in New York City drinking. 
heavily one night and he was walking home in his headphones or something like that. And then I can't remember what it was, but some car like cut him off or something like that and he yelled out some obscenities, right? So the guys got out and had a go at him. Apparently he then like spat on one of the guys <laughs> and, and he got assaulted or something like that. Um, and he hasn't drunk since because he thought – even though it was a funny story, he was like, I think I was definitely in the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, man, you were brutal. You were great in the hangover. Um, that, uh, man, I've been three times, all fun, great vibe, great city. You'll probably die. Yeah, 100%. I know for a fact I'm going to end up in a fucking, in that tunnel underneath the Las Vegas fucking sign, just sucking dick to try and get home. Oh, man, it's so fun, eh? The fabulous foursome. The fabulous foursome take fucking Vegas, eh? Yeah. Were you on the, Were you on that podcast the other day? Was it the ASAP boys? Were you on that podcast? It was a whole mental health one. I don't know if it's out yet. Were you on that one? Or? No, no, that was that, that was their that was their two friends, Connor and Party. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Two I fucking love them. Quintessential bro. Irish names, eh? Yeah. You know what I mean? Could you get any more Irish than that? Like. <laughs> Connor and Paddy. Connor, Connor, Paddy, Autumn, and Sean. Um, oh man, that is so Irish, dude. Um, yeah, I actually I saw that. I thought I don't know for because you've been on their podcast before, haven't you? Yeah, we we, we we do. We fucking pod, I was on their podcast twelve times last year. <laughs> yeah, right. I was gonna say because I don't listen to many podcasts that like I find it so hard to listen to podcasts like regularly. Like I'm really not a regular guy. There's not one that I actually listen to regularly anymore. Um. I'll just find ones that pop up and I'm like, oh yeah, I like that. I want to listen to that one right now. Sometimes I'm in the zone. I was listening to a podcast and I was just so in the zone. Like I just didn't want to do anything else for like an hour. I was like, I'm just listening to this shit. Yeah. But then you come and visit it the next day again and you're like, I'm not in the zone anymore, eh? Yeah. You know, like some of those Joe Rogan ones where they talk about like hardcore medical shit, you're like, I'm in the hole here. Next day, I'm out of the hole. What the fuck is going on with my life, eh? I listened to the recent one with uh, Mike Tyson and Joe Rogan. I had no I idea. I had no idea how fucking smart Mike Tyson is. He's an interesting dude, eh? There's something that's like really sweet about him. But I always reckon, don't you reckon with Mike Tyson, like he always looks like he's on the verge of like just snapping and killing someone. That's kind of what well, he looks like a bit more of a pacifist nowadays, but he always looks like he's on the edge. Like well, just on the edge of like, did, did I'm going to fucking did you not? Car. Did you not see his recent thing on the plane? Where he mm, started kicking mm. the fuck out of the dude? But that was warranted though, right? Yeah, because that guy was just in his face. Like 100%. in his face. And the guy was he's probably off his face too. His jaw was going fucking nuts. And I was like... You, you could see that he was fucked up. He was definitely drunk. He yeah. was that guy. He was you and Dublin McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, he was just me. Yeah, it was fine. you actually. No, but it was, it was, um, it was, that was crazy footage, eh? Cause that was like within like, uh, three weeks of the whole Will Smith thing. Have we spoke since the Will Smith slapping? I don't even no, know. No, we really- haven't. Oh my God. So my first opening fucking two minutes on stage that night in Dublin was all Will Smith based. And I'm going to read out the jokes I was to guys. I fucking told, so I still have them. Um, I feel, I feel like that was, that was just huge for like 10 minutes. I talked about it on my podcast, but man, it was pretty fucking, Pretty crazy. It was pretty out there, I thought. Let me see if I can find my notes because I fucking I thoroughly enjoyed that fucking set that I done because it, it was genuinely I, I, um, it, it was all Will Smith based. Right here we go. Um, <laughs> I literally, I went up on stage and said, "Is there anyone in here with alopecia?" No, good. Then I'm not gonna slap tonight. I might get a slap tonight because I'm a Protestant based in Dublin tonight. Now I would <laughs> I would never make a joke about a medical condition. Nor would I, nor do I condone the violence that occurred at the Oscars. Violence is never, never the answer. But fair play to Will Smith for defending another fella's woman like that. 
Now, I've never watched the Oscars, but the, the violence of the Oscars this year uh, made me want to watch it next year. But shout out to the 70 people that watched it this year. The thing is, he went from laughing, <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Hang on, wait. I've messed this one up. Um, Will went from laughing viciously to violently angry to happily crying. Pity he didn't win that Oscar for those mood swings. <laughs> Will Smith's marriage seems to be genuinely open to everything except for jokes. <laughs> it's so true eh? and I'm proud of Chris Rock too for literally taking it in the chin instead of saying I bet Jada's boyfriend is really proud of you oh <laughs> uh, yeah that took the fucking roof of the place and then I asked somebody to come up on stage and try and fucking punch me but it didn't happen so how good is that man imagine if someone did it was it was it was crazy man uh, but I can't believe like see now he's been fucking like banned from the Oscars for like 10 years and then he's going to lose all this work over it and stuff like that, man. Oh, there was a, I don't really like Will Smith. There was a part of me that felt bad for him, not because of the joke. There was nothing mm. bad about the joke. I thought like, but I just was like, man, this is just a bloke that's just like overcome with emotion and just doesn't know how to handle it. Like in the moment, which I feel like that's happened to like a lot of us at a certain point mm. in our life. So yeah. I, I kind of took pity on him in that way, but yeah. Yeah, man, it, it probably was like the worst thing to do at that spectacle. You know what I mean? He could have just waited like for him to come off stage. Yes, yeah, smack, smack him afterwards or something. Fucking don't you know I mean? don't go up on stage and make a spectacle of yourself. But fuck Will Smith. Um, Chris Chris Rock or any comedian shouldn't host the Oscars again because they're the most underpaid workers in the place. Yeah, dude, it's crazy, and you kind of know what you're gonna get with a comedian, man. I mean, if like Ricky Gervais or any of those guys have been anything to go by like that kind of what what makes the events like that the, it's like the monologues ricky's monologues that we watch from the oscars yeah you know or the golden globes even yeah with will smith fuck will smith fuck the oscars fuck the golden globes it's a corporation hiding a fucking pedophilic ring so they can all go fuck <laughs> i know man it is like that it is fucking like that speaking of um pedophilic rings i was gonna ask i was gonna talk about on <laughs> i was gonna talk it about on sh- my show last night mm. i kind of got time got away from me yeah every time i do a show now right i'm like oh look i'm gonna try and do a shorter episode not because i'm like one and a half ass i just think i just want to see if like a shorter one trends better than a longer one right because i've done heaps mm-hmm. of longer ones but it's so hard to get it like under 50 55 minutes man yeah. like i just i don't know how and last night i didn't even really do a weekend bit and i'm like man i'm still like talking shit here but um Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I was going to talk about that last night. Amber, Amber Turd. Fuck's sake. Everyone's got an opinion on it, man. I um, I tell you what, man. I, I, I often do my research in terms of I like to read into both sides of the situation with the information that we're presented, man. Yep. Now, there's this – everyone's like Team Johnny, right? Everyone's been Team Johnny. I'm no – I'm no – uh, I'm, I'm – I'm partial to Team Johnny. I'm assuming you're a Team Johnny. You know, I, am, I, have, I have been following the the, the 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 trial from day one. I've watched it every day and work when I'm working. Oh yeah, uh, actually been watching it. Like, yeah, watching, I've, watching I've, it. I've been watch, I've been watching the live trial, um, and it's just Amber Heard is digging herself such a big hole, and she's not coming out in a good light in this. Now her her no. her, her doctor yesterday came out to say that. Um, Amber Heard was sending her these photos of her, her injuries or whatever, that Johnny had assaulted her, and she sent her videos or images of her face and whatnot, and she says the bruising didn't match up to what she was claiming it happened her. <coughs> Bless mm. you. And the, Sorry, <laughs> How unprofessional of me. And the, the bruising that apparently, allegedly was on her face didn't match up with actual bruising on her body. 
which mm, ma- which mm. made Herb seem to believe that the bruises that were allegedly on her face weren't actually there. It was just makeup. So, yeah, <laughs> fucking, and, and one of the biggest things come out of the case is Shannon Curry. I, I've fallen in love with her. The fucking this this the psych the psych, 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 the blonde psychiatrist, the glasses. I haven't um I haven't been following it evidently as much as you. I've just been catching like the Instagram, the TikTok snippets, yeah. and all this sort of shit. Where do you even where are you even watching this? It's, Is it on YouTube? Or yeah, it's, it's live on YouTube every day. Isn't it bizarre, man, that we live in? Oh, this is one of the things that I've sat back and thought about. I'm like, isn't it bizarre that we're actually like the whole world is a fly on the world? Like for this case, it just seems fucking weird. I think it's bizarre. Yep. I almost think it's like intrusive. You know what I mean? And it shouldn't be publicized. Yet, like, yet they can't publicize the Gillian Maxwell trial where all the pedophiles. That, that's the- that's that's what I was getting at. That's I literally wrote that down because I shared a fucking meme. It was like you might have seen it with like the lizard people and stuff. Yes, yeah, and. Yes. And some dude on my Instagram, you know, like, God love him. He was like, oh, no, I think it's because um, there's like a, you know, it was like, what do you call it? Like the Supreme Court and there's this other type of court. And I'm like, and I just shot back at him. I like this guy. You know, I got nothing against him. But I was like, I was like, nah, man, that's not it at all. I was like, it's because if like the fucking pedophiles ring is just blown up in Hollywood, I was like, everybody around the world would just be like, oh, my God, I like and love this person and they're they're a fucking dirty old rapist, you know what I mean, yep. on Jeffrey Epstein's island. And I was like, that's like the harsh thing about it. And that, that's from like from the bottom to the top and the top to the bottom. Everyone's involved in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. It's so fucked, you know. But it is, man. It is weird that we like – that's the one that I want to hear about. Like that's the one we like – I saw a list actually. I'll try and dig it up, man, and share it with you. But I saw a list of all the people – and I don't know how I don't know if this was true or not, but all the people that were connected in that Epstein case mm-hmm. and or the Ghislaine Maxwell case, whatever you want to call it, or affiliates of Epstein, whatever the fuck it was. And man, I'm looking through all these actors and all these celebrities and I'm like, oh I'm like, oh man, there's so many people on there. You're like, yeah. everyone's on there. Tom Hanks. And I'm just like fucking uh, like, I don't want to believe it. You're just like, I don't want to believe it. You know what I mean? Tom Hanks, Alan was on it as well. Um yeah, there's a fucking lot. I, I, I don't want to go through them all because it's fucking ridiculous. I know it make people it, it makes people hate the world because yeah, there was names on that list you would never expect it to have been on that island. No, and then you go like, I would like to know like, is is the whole island like sinister? Like, is that the idea? And I'm not like not defending anybody, but you're like, if you knew it was like the fucking rapist island, you could do whatever you want, and you're going to it. It's like. Well, immediately you got to be like dodge, right? Like, there's like, yeah. How do you how do you like justify that? Like, I'm just I'm just flying over to fucking pedophile so island just for a holiday. The uh-huh. the, the whole like, island the whole island wasn't you know all that rape culture thing or the fucking the pedophile ring culture. Yeah. There was certain aspects of the island that was just a party island, but there were yeah. there were certain people going over at certain times as a group to go into yeah. go in, to to go into the rooms that there was a camera on them at all times being involved with whatever they were doing in that room at the time. I don't, I, I, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say they were fucking kids, but they're probably fucking kids. But that that's like, it's like, yeah, it's pretty, like, why? What is it? And I don't get it. Did you ever see the footage that was leaked off the the sauna room in on Jepstein's, Jepstein's Island? No, I didn't, man. I didn't. A lot of that shit makes me feel sick. I tried to watch his Netflix series, man. I got like half an hour into it, and I was like, oh, I can't watch this shit, man. I just was yeah, like, it's so, so disturbing to me. There was a video leaked of somebody secretly filming on Epstein's Island in the sauna room where there was kids Ugh. There was kids walking about of fucking, I mean, 10, 12, 13 years of age 
in bikini serving like margaritas or fucking whatever sort of drink that was required. And you could so hear, crazy. And you could hear guys openly saying, oh, "Are you free in the next hour?" Sort of thing to these kids, and they were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'm free." And then fucking disappearing and shit. And you're like, well, "What the what the fuck is going on there? Like, why is there kid? Why is there small kid servants at this island serving drinks and nothing but bikinis?" And what is it with like people that like really make it and have hit all the money in the world, and that's like. <laughs> The desire. I could think of like a million other things that I would do. I would never even do that. There's not enough money in the world that makes me want to change my fucking train of thought to do that, you know. But, oh, man, I just – you hope one day it's just blown wide open. I follow this guy on Instagram now. His name's Adam Whittington. Mm-hmm. He runs a thing called PRC. I think it's called Project Rescue Children. Yeah, I think that's what it is, right? Yeah. And I don't know how I come across it, man, but like he's like X whatever, right? And the guy just like I don't even like it's pretty it's pretty uncensored, right? Like what he's putting up, but it's still quite heavily censored, you know? And man, it makes my skin crawl. And it's just shit that he's like all over the world exposing, you know? And like you're like, fuck it and some of it just happens under your nose. You're like, it's downtown Northern Ireland, it's downtown fucking Australia, you know, Brisbane and shit, and you're just like, huh? Like that shouldn't be happening, and it does, which is fucked. And you know it's always – the fuck thing is it pisses me off so much is like, you know it's always going to be a thing? Like, Yes, it's never you, not going to be a you thing. take one of the cunts off the street and there's still another fucking scumbag there, you know? What do you do? I, I just don't know how it gets to this fucking stage that people are like, yeah, I'm going to go out and just fucking kidnap a kid and fuck them. Yeah, you know, right. just, like what's like, up with that? Or I'm going to sell – I'm just going to fucking get into human trafficking. Like, at what point do you go, I'm just going to be a human trafficker? Like, you know what I mean? Like, job. It's like, what are your job opportunities leaving from school? Uh, well, you know, there's there's always human trafficking. It could be yeah, a plumber. See, see, there was a famous case over here that actually happened not too long ago of a guy called Morris Robinson. Now, he, mm. he was caught with uh, 30 Chinese nationals in the back of his lorry, but the freezer was turned on and they all froze to death. Well, shit, really? But he didn't realize the freezer was turned on. He didn't realize the freezer turned on, so he 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 opened the the, the back of the cab in the port of fucking somewhere. I can't I can't I don't want to say where it was because I can't remember where the fuck it was. He op- he opened his trailer in the normal location where he opened his trailer prior, and all, all these years of him trafficking, opened the door and found these fucking thirty Vietnamese fucking people or Chinese people land the back of the this cab froze to death. He Did he get done for murder? Oh yeah, he's got done. There's a whole big underground trafficking ring fucking uh, brought out through it. But because uh, because he's from because he's local, we're all sitting wondering like, who the fuck was he talking to? And the guy says, "Here, lift this trailer. You'll get twenty grand." <laughs> but there's forty people in the back of it and saying nothing. Like every, everyone, know, everyone has their price, but like surely morals should come into fucking effect there too at some point. Yeah, dude. At that at that point, you got to go. Yeah, my price is like I don't have a price. You know what yeah. I mean? It, this is priceless. <laughs> and uh, fuck me, man. I I it, it, that's what that's what it makes you. Do, it, it does make you think because you're like, oh, okay, well, like this guy lives literally down the road. He's like a neighbor. You know what I mean? It's like love thy neighbor kind of bullshit. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That sort of stuff's going on underneath our fucking noses, hey. And then yeah. you got like, then, people like Epstein and fuck me. The dude. thing is as well, he had a kid on the way too. And I'm like, bro, like, fuck. Like, if, if I had a child, a child in the way, I would be playing the fucking safest hand ever 
in hopes that I see their child getting given, you know, growing up and stuff, and not having to fucking go away for my whole life and not fucking witnessing this child grow up. But then you go like, then you go that one deeper because you're like, like I'm a dad, right? And then all these things that involve kids. Fuck, man, they hit me way worse now than, and they still hit me pretty bad before kids. Now that I have kids, look, I can't even watch movies like Taken anymore without seeing like Red Hot and just being like, man, fucking Albanians, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and and that makes you feel like that, and yeah. like, and then guys are literally like, I've got a kid, but like, yeah, I love smuggling kids just for cash. It's like there's like that no cash to moral connection. It's like what the fuck, like. Yeah, I like, just, I'd never, I could never operate like that. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, so if if I, if I was a dad and I had kids and I was smuggling kids, at what point do I look at my kids and say I could fucking smuggle them for a god good bit of money? Like, what where yeah, where, yeah. where does that could, fucking where does that divide come between your yeah and oh. and it's like why why are your kids off limits to a bit of smuggling or are they just like cool to the game? They're just like oh man, what happens happens. I'm sure they wouldn't be that cool if their kids were smuggled, you know. And that's what <laughs> dude, it's it's a weird world, man. Whatever happened, what was the outcome of that case, or is that case still going on? Oh, it's, it's done. I'll, I'll actually send you a link to watch the series or the the the, the, fifth, the fifty minute fucking special they did on it, like you know, where they where they tracked the guys down that was linked to it too. But you see him like fucking, he, he pulls up at his location where he dropped everybody off, opening the fucking cab and being like, oh fuck, and then closing it and driving around again. This the fucking block and being like, oh, I need to. It's, a, the it's almost like a horror movie slash black comedy. Like you can see how just like that's like, oh whoops, like yeah, sorry. You know, but it's fuck day for those poor people, man. Um, what about Ghislaine Maxwell? Is that shit still going on? Is she like in prison and shit? I mean, she, I, I believe she's in prison. I, I'll actually look it up now on air. As, as to, to my knowledge, it's the, the trial's done. I and think she's in prison. I'm pretty sure she's in she's prison. In prison eh? But she's going to get fucking, she's going to get killed in some way, shape, or form. Like, she's, she's not going to fucking hang around much longer. No fucking way, man. That's crazy. Yeah, this whole Johnny Depp thing, man, is crazy to me. Like, it's crazy that it's like just absolutely everywhere, and we're seeing it fucking day in, day out, and like normal ass people can watch it. Yeah, I um, I saw some good takes on it, man. I did see some interesting takes on it because, like, I'm pretty team Johnny, man. But I, I did. There's this. God, I don't even know what she is, man. Like, I'm not gonna bag her out, but her name's Clementine Ford. She's like this. She usually gets tarred with the feminist brush and stuff like that. And I know, like, she gets a lot of hate fucking male and stuff but i don't know what she does i know she's australian and she's out there with her opinions some i think are not too bad but you know like there's she's one of those people too like where i like you know there's these people that like they love to you know they're like oh yeah like johnny depp's wrong and amber heard's like the victim i'm like okay well that's your opinion like you and you've, mm-hmm. you're backing it up in a lot yeah. of good ways right but then they're also the same people that are like oh yeah like take away people's jobs if they don't get vaccinated and stuff like that you know they just like have all these really strong opinions and you're like and you're too strong with like some of these opinions, you know, you're all like fucking high and mighty over here. And then you're like, oh, we're taking this person's job away because they won't get fucking follow the mandates or people like they want them to get beaten because they won't wear a fucking virus mask out the door. It's like, come on, dude. Like, I, I, I would call that clout chasing. Um, you know, yeah, I a hundred percent. So, but she had some interesting takes on it, man. I actually, I actually got a bit of a wormhole the other night reading like the opposite side, and it yeah. did. It does make you think. Look, I'm an open sort of dude like that, where I just, I don't, I won't read something where I think, oh, it's just like this is convincing, right? In a lot yeah. of ways, but you know. But then you get on the. That's where it's so hard to 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 know. Like you'd love to just be. I mean, you've been watching it, right? And that's the thing. Like I, the shit that I've seen in court, I just think, man, her lawyers sound retarded. Hey, eh? yeah. the only thing. The only thing that made me go, yeah, that doesn't look too good, Johnny, 
was when it was like those text messages of like fucking her dead body and 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 like he's really yeah, like so like, that was terrible you were like, like ah the, that's a bad look johnny the thing is that was that was a private conversation between two dark humored people paul bettany and johnny depp no that was pretty fucking dark it i was thought pretty I was like, fucking well, dark. Like, no yeah can, can you openly hold your hands up and say you do not have a whatsapp group where things with the boys get pretty fucking dark at times Oh yeah, you definitely say some yeah. weird shit, yeah. man. And yeah. that and that's where I think it's hard. Yeah, but the I thing mean, is, you, you, you send those text messages to well, not those exact text messages, but there's sometimes you do get a bit carried away, a bit dark in a group conversation. But you're not going to act upon yeah. those fucking things. Oh fuck, I hope not, man. Yeah, fuck <laughs> no. Like, so Johnny, you're going to the electric so, chair. So the, the thing is, those conversations were were brought up in a private sense, where the conversation was being backwards and forwards, and that's how Johnny Depp says that he releases his his anger with within himself. By sending dark mm. messages because that's dark humor. That's how he expresses himself when he's feeling like shit. Was it wrong that he sent those texts? Absolutely. It should never have been fucking said. Yeah. He didn't act out on them when he easily could have. Now, the thing Amber heard secretly recorded Johnny Depp walking about his kitchen, fucking slamming fucking uh, cabinets, kicking oh, cabinets. I saw that one. Yeah, I was going to say that. That was fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm pouring like, a mega, mega pint of wine, as, the, as they Ooh. called it, right? So. That, say that again. You what did you say? You dropped out there. Say sorry. That again. Yeah, mate, mate. I've got got a wee signal there saying your internet connection is unstable. Um, he fucking was banging cabinets, kicking door frames and stuff, and he poured himself what they quoted a mega pint of wine. You just had a mega pint of Buckfast. I saw you, mate. You yeah. um, you you're biased. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> so he, he allegedly he allegedly poured this. What he did, he poured a mega pint of wine. And, I did see that. It was a yeah. big wine. I was like, I'll have some of that. And the conversation that was had was he turned around and said to Amber Heard, did anything bad happen to you this morning? Did anything bad happen to you this morning? Did anything bad happen to you this morning? And she lifted the camera and started laughing. He took the yeah. camera off her and threw it in the bin. Now, yeah. she said she was very scared at that time. She set the camera up and she was laughing at Johnny in the camera. She was laughing when Johnny had a go at her saying, did anything happen to you? Did anything happen to you? Would you, would you, do you actually know what happened, Johnny Depp, that morning? Nah, I, that's what I, I literally saw that the other night, and, yeah. then, and I was watching it from that side of that chick that was full yeah. Amber Heard. It was interesting, man. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. His, I, I'd seen that footage, I swear, before. Yeah. Like, I think I'd seen that before. His mother died that morning. Yeah. And he was yeah. freaking the fuck out. And, that, and he said himself, that was him reacting to the passing yeah. of his mother. He yeah. wanted to be yeah. left alone. He wanted to drink to fucking try and calm himself down. When he noticed that Amber Heard was secretly filming him, he was pissed off because he didn't want it to be used against him because he was showing anger at the time because he knew immediately that she is going to use this sort of shit against him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And all this fucking shit. Yeah. And, you know, you, 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 hear, you hear audio footage of, you know, Amber Heard talking to Johnny Depp and hitting him and all in the background saying, oh, you tell the world, Johnny, you tell Johnny that I am on, I'm a fucking man of domestic abuse, I have been abused by my partner. And he turned around and says, yes, I, I am. It's blatantly obvious. Yeah, dude, it's it's a crazy sort of case, eh? Because like I've been watching it, and like for me, man, like it's it's hard to, you know, a lot. Of, it's crazy too, because like I look at Johnny and go, you know, like he's got all the money in the world, he's like been so totally successful, and I'm like, it's clear that the guy loves drinking, like he's probably an alcoholic, right? And it's yeah. clear that he probably smashes drugs, and people definitely when they're on drugs and alcohol, you you mostly not yourself, right? Once yeah. you go that that point. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't mean that someone is like 
violent and vicious and stuff like that. I think uh, people should have sometimes will show their true emotions and true feelings when they're drunk and stuff like that. But yeah. it doesn't mean that someone's a fucking bad person. You yeah. know? But it, it's a, it's one of those cases. It's like you're just looking at the facts and going, well, this is what I've been told here. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I definitely um, think it's a case of probably like, it's, it's an interesting insight into people that are dysfunctional. Yeah, you know I mean? big time. But you know what gets me, man, nothing about those sort of cases, and this is why I, I don't think yeah, it's a tough one, right, because it's a blurred line, and this is where I get misconstrued with my opinion sometimes because mm. I see both sides, right, like a lot of people would too. I, I don't think that, like, that sort of case should be publicly shown to the world because you and I, we have opinions already. Like, we're just yeah. two people in the world. We have an opinion on it going, well, this person looks abusive, maybe this person's an alcoholic, and then... If you sh- if you you know shone a light on everyone's relationship and you recorded absolutely every minute of it for like a year, yeah. you see you're gonna see some negative shit. You're gonna mm-hmm. see some stuff. And I'm not saying that like I beat Beck, but there's been times where you'd like swear at her in a heated argument. You know what I mean? Like I think just in the past week, I've been a fucking cunt. I've been an asshole. I've been this. I've been that. I've been told to sleep <laughs> on the couch. But you know, yep. so you get all these things. So anything that's like looked at, and especially when it's taken out of context, is really bad. And then you or I go. Oh, we see that opinion. Like that that Johnny Depp mother video, right? Yeah. If you take all that and didn't know the context, you go, oh, he looks like just a fucking piss wreck. There's just slamming yeah. doors and going fucking mental. So, so, but then you know the other side of it and you go, ah, oh, and then it makes you think instantly. Yeah. You're going, so, well, I thought it looked bad and now not so much, you know? like Yeah, so, so that was the thing as well. So like Amber Heard said that during her time when she was with Johnny, she carried around this makeup palette. So I think they were married from like fucking 2013, 2015 or some shit. The marriage, the divorce was settled in 2016 or something. Don't quote me that there, but it's around those fucking timelines, right? For 2016 yeah. till now, she's been a single woman or she's been riding, whoever, don't give a fuck. She said she, <laughs> she said she carried around this makeup palette that she used to cover up fucking all her bruises and shit and whatnot for the years that she was with Johnny Depp. Now, if you know yeah. what makeup palette that is... I can't remember the fucking name of it. I've, I've an internet fucking unstable fucking thing come up here, so I'm probably froze. But whatever. Um, that mega part wasn't released till 2017. The exact one that she showed, which blows her whole fucking thing out of the water. To say right, she's lying that she had this mega part with her at all times. She, yeah, she physically couldn't have because it wasn't made till four years later after this incident that she claimed she had. She fired her PR mm-hmm. team there yesterday as well, out of the fucking blue, well, because she's apparently being painted in a bad light, but she has some, been. He's got, yeah. Sorry, man, we're all good, we're back. Unstable internet, mate. Unstable. She's unstable. Uh, the, the, the audio was there, so it'll be all right. I'll, I'll send you the full audio file and you can add it out. And yeah, we'll probably just, I'll probably just go the uh, go the audio for this one anyway, man. Yeah, fuck we'll, it. we'll see. It's, it's all over the show. I can tell myself it's all over the fucking place, but whatever. Fuck it, I don't care. Um, so, How do you fix the internet, mate? And yeah. I've got a fucking weird old pimple thing here. God damn it. Um, <laughs> um, but the, the one thing of the whole Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial is that Amber Heard takes a stand today. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's interesting, man. It, it is. It, I feel. I feel like one of those things. You know, it's like it, you don't want to say it's sad. It's not all the way sad, man. I don't no. think it's all the way sad. I mean, these people have like incredible lives. They've had incredible fucking things. Like, let's be honest. There's going to be some bad when there's of good, course. and there's going to be some good when there's bad. Like, it's like you're going to get this, man. It, you know what? One thing that gets me, man. This is another thing I don't like about society nowadays. And we may have talked about this sort of 
somewhere and it sort of goes in the whole cancel culture thing, which I hate cancel culture, right? But like, and this goes for Johnny and this goes for Amber, right? So basically like, what are they? Disney dropped him from Pirates of the Caribbean, right? The whole yeah. franchise. He, the, look, I've never seen the movies, man, but I already know he's the movies. You know what I mean? Like he's the movie, right? Yeah. Jack Sparrow, right? It's Captain Jack Sparrow. I don't I know one other fucking character name. I've never even seen it. I know Captain Jack Sparrow. So they've dropped him from that. That would be a silly move, right? And that's before that anything's even been like, you're guilty, right? So if you are guilty, fair enough. Studio drops you. Now it's like Amber Heard's turn because she's in that movie fucking Aquaman. Again, a movie that I don't give a fuck about. I'm never going to see. Jason Momoa is cool, but I don't give a fuck about Aquaman. <laughs> it's it's kind yep. of a little bit of a fucking homoerotic premise, man. Yep. And, um, yeah, and now it's like, oh, boycott her. You know what I mean? Like, get her out of the movie and stuff like that. And I'm like, look, let just before people go mental doing that, like, it's like, let's just like, let it play out, see what happens. And then it's the studio. I love how people watching Aquaman, like, they're like, I'm not watching Aquaman anymore because Amber Heard's in it. Like, I just, yeah, I don't think that, it's like, fucked. I, you know what I mean? Like, I, like, God forbid, like, any of these fucking bands we love, like, they turn around to be rapists because that will get really awkward. But you can't just be like, oh, I don't like Metallica anymore. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, God, God forbid my good friend that uh, has a fucking Lost Prophets tattooed his back. Oh, dude, that, like, that's like a get, get that cut. Like, that's like get that cover. I had one Lost Prophets CD that I got, like, off my cousin in Ireland, funnily enough, gave it to me. And I was like, yeah, I'll check it out. And he's like, yeah, they're not a bad band, man. Check them out. And then I just remember him being like a total fucking pedophile scumbag. And I was like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to be looking at the Lost Prophets. Yeah, they're they're, they're pretty fucking good. Like, not going to lie. Their their fucking tunes they had was fucking awesome. Like, it's and it's 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 crazy. I remember like I watched a Kevin Spacey movie recently because I like a lot of his movies. Right, he's a great actor. Yeah, fucking, like, he's a great actor. I watched a Seven for the first time ever yesterday. Oh, really? Dude, what a fucking movie. I've seen that like 10 <sighs> times. It's such a good movie. I think it gets darker the more you watch it too. It's actually like a really dark film, mate. Eh? It was so um, good. It was so It's such a good, good flick, man. Yeah. Such a good flick. That, but then you go like, isn't he like, he's not a rapist as such, but he's like had, he's had all that Me Too stuff and he's had some weird sort of things going mm. on and, and you're going, oh, you're watching it and you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. He was fucking done for, like, touching boys in weird ways or he yeah. was, like, the closet gay dude, right? I sort of feel like some of these guys, like, they've just got these things and it's like, man, just, like, try to be more open about it but not, like, if you're a rapist, like, a pedophile, like, yeah, yeah. maybe just don't do that. Just don't do that. Like, yeah, you know, as a maybe give don't that do that. Miss, um, maybe not fuck I, some I know. Kids. You know, that's fucked. It's so fucked. It's so bad, man. But um, yeah, I'm interested to see what happens with the Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. But everyone's got an opinion about it. Yeah. Eh? It's a, it's an interesting it's an interesting fucking one, man. There was a thing. But, I, um, there was a thing I wanted to talk to you about. There's a guy I seen on TikTok, and we'll we'll, we'll go through this here. Then we'll go into the questions and stuff because the questions are fucking bangers. I got from my my listeners. We'll go. We'll do the questions, man, and then yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Then so we'll fucking, uh, we, we I, I found this guy on TikTok, and he he gives people motherfucker tips. So, motherfucker Mother, t- tips. Yeah. So, so tips that make you a real bastard. You know. So, for example, um, always carry a baby on board sticker in your car, even if you don't have one, because the rescuers will save you first. You know, <laughs> you know, shit, yeah, you know, shit like that. You know, um, never forget when you're at the cinema, pour some soda on the seat in front of you, so nobody will sit in front of you. So shit like that there. So I've got a couple of these here that I I, I want you to, to sort of tell me if you'd take this advice on board, if you'd take this tip on board and, you know, 
these are right. in your own your own life. Um, if you have a significant time between periods of employment when going for an interview, tell the people that you are caring for a dire, dying relative. Oh, he's got a bit of sticky oh. internet. Fuck. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, you dropped out, but you're coming back. Yeah. I hope it's not too bad. No, it's all right. Um, I'm um, just doing an interlude, doing a manscaped piece. If, if you have a significant period of time between employments, during an interview, tell them you're caring for a dying relative to make up for your laziness. I uh, say that again because I heard the start and the end and I missed the middle, but it sounded like a doozy. If you have a significant period of time between employments, during an interview, tell them you're caring for a dying relative to make up for your laziness. <laughs> That's terrible. I could never do that. I'm too honest. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit too, like, believe in woo-woo, and I'm like, oh, that will come back to bite me in the ass. That's yeah. bad karma. 100%. <laughs> do that, dude. If you, ever get, that. if you ever get a parking ticket, keep the ticket, but pay it. Park anywhere you want and put the ticket back in the windscreen. That way the police will think you've already been caught. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. That's a bit of, that's a bit of cheeky criminality, but I don't mind that. I mean, I feel like parking tickets are pretty, like, Pretty annoying 99% of the time. There are warranted ones. Like if someone was to park over your driveway, that's a ticket. Yeah, that's a fucking fuck, yeah. idiot. That's a punchable offense, mate. But um, yeah, I'll do that. I get, I get down for that. Uh, are you the owner of your house? No, I'm a renter. No. If you're the owner of your house, get your partner to move in and tell him you rent it. Split the rent. Easy monthly fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> that's good my man I would yeah I don't mind that yeah. I don't mind that there's 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 honour in that yeah <laughs> have you a crush on a guy write the word liar on his windscreen on his car soon he'll become single <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one eh? yeah. I'll um I'll keep that right I'll I've, I've that. got two more for them going the questions right these last two are fucking I love if you ever caught sleeping at your desk and work if your boss wakes you, immediately say, thanks be to God, amen. <laughs> yeah, I'll pay that, man. That's, <laughs> thank you, God. Religion religion is king. And we, and we got our 10-minute timer warning, so we'll wrap this up fucking after this one. We'll do it. We'll smash this one, yeah. and then we'll, we'll go to the questions. Don't want to spend a fortune on your wedding ring? Go to a pawn shop and buy an old one. Tell the woman it was your grandmother's. It'll be way cheaper and give the ring more sentimental value. <laughs> <laughs> man with the price of jewelry i mean fuck yeah <laughs> vintage is in dude that's it what what's his name on tiktok motherfucker tips i'll send you the common version of fucking name off the top of my yeah, head the, uh, they're so, we should shout him out they're so good. shout him out i like that right. let's um what do you want to do should we should we run through the um questions now we're probably recording for like over an hour now yeah we're, we're, unstable. we're an hour and ten if you take out the, the the gaps between it we're maybe about an hour and five or so which is fine how many you got a few questions yeah i got three questions um uh, we'll pump we'll, we'll, we'll smash them and then we might finish up after this because because the internet's a bit fucking yes yeah, all of the show um would you rather work with slash for elon musk or jordan belfort Say that again, sorry? Would you rather work with slash for Elon Musk or Jordan Belfort, Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, man, that's a good question, eh? I think in today's day and age, like probably Elon Musk. But let's be frank, like Jordan Belfort's going to get you a pretty good time, albeit yeah. you could go to jail. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, if you didn't know, I guess, about Jordan Belfort, then yeah, maybe Jordan Belfort. But yeah, I think Elon yeah. Musk, man, I feel like Elon... I, I spoke about Elon Musk last night and did a bit of digging on him. And man, he, the dude fascinates me, eh? Like in, a, in, a, in an interesting way. I'd love to have a conversation with him. Jordan Belfort's just like a fucking coked up, like criminal genius. <laughs> yeah, but believe it or not, I actually emailed Elon Musk um, really drunk one night and asked him to come on the podcast. Um, I, got a re- I got a reply from his PA saying no. But at least I got a reply. Um. That's actually pretty cool. You got a reply, man. I'm actually see. Even he cares, man. His PA gives a shit about yeah. anyone. What about you? Um, you have I, to genuinely choose. I'd pick Be- Elon Musk, man. Belfort all day, every day. I will. I'll take the fucking the the the, the jail time. <laughs> take the jail time. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of money, man. A it's a lot money. of money. He made a lot yeah. of people rich. He made a lot of people poor too. So I don't know how ethical he is. Big time. <laughs> um, we've got a would you rather here from Stacy from Armagh. She's a lovely, lovely person. Would you rather pull your own thumbnail off with a fork or put a toothpick onto your big toe and kick a wall? This internet is killing me, eh? Say it one more time, man. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Um, would you rather pull your own thumbnail off with a fork or yeah. put a toothpick onto your big toe and kick a wall? Oh, dude, I reckon the toothpick, eh? <sighs> And I tell you why, because the toothpick I reckon's got a good chance of snapping. But if I could just sit there and gnaw away at my fucking fingertips and my nails with a fork, I'd get the job done. But that's sinister. That's like some serial killer psychotic shit. Yeah. I'm going the I'm going the, the the toothpick. Yeah, I'll go toothpick as well. But fuck, that would be fucking. You got to get toothpick, man. Yeah. Nails? Oh, nails are weird. Oh. Makes yeah. me feel a bit sick actually thinking about that. Right, last, that's a good question. That's disgusting. Yes, yeah, fucked. Last two questions, right? You get 50 grand every month for the rest of your life, but every time you take a shit, you have to wipe your arse 100 times. It's like wiping a marker 99 times and the final wipe is clean as a whistle. What do you do? Oh, man, I'm just going to make heads or tails just because the internet keeps dropping out. These are fucking great questions, too, eh? We need it. We need to sort this internet out. I, I, I'm um, going to send this I to you. I get 50 grand a month. I'm going to, I'm going to text Send it, it to you. me right now. I'm going to read it out. I get 50 grand a month. I like that already. Yeah. Right? I like whether, I like what's happening here already. 50 grand a month. Right. Where are you? Send it to me right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? Um, but you have to wipe your ass 100 times. I feel like I probably already wipe my ass some days like twenty times, man. If it meant fifty grand a month, this is a great question, ladies and gentlemen. You get fifty grand every month for the rest of your life, but every time you take a shit, you have to wipe your ass one hundred times. It's like wiping a marker for the first ninety nine, but with that final wipe, you are clean as a whistle. What do you reckon? Yeah, dude, I'm fifty grand a month to wipe my ass a hundred times. Look, today I would have wiped my ass three hundred times. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> 50 grand, man. Like, the thing is, right, this is the way I worked that out, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I'm still going to shit, like, three times a day, generally speaking, two, three times a day for, like, a few grand a month. (laughs) You know what I mean? I'm now getting paid 50 grand a month to take the shits I was taking anyway, and I'm swiping. Like, I don't have to go aggressive. I could just do a smooth little thing. I'd actually probably switch to baby wipes. I might even put lotion on it. It'd be fun at this point. Oh, but you're going to yeah, be is fucking. She, is this person teen? You're going to be fucking bleeding like fuck, though. <laughs> yeah, man. With all that extra money, though, like, I'm going to be able to, like, spend some money on advanced medicine and some <laughs> lubricants and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I could sort all my issues out in about six months, I reckon. A year's tops, man. Yeah. I'd Would fu- you do it? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 
hundred percent, man, hundred yeah. percent. And you know what? With all that good money, you'd be able to buy like the top shelf toilet roll, like the top shelf. Like the thing is, I'm not, I'm not even getting fifty grand, but like my shits now are ninety nine plus wipes, regardless. Yeah, you're uh, probably wiping that ninety nine percent ninety times anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? After after twelve hundred pints of Guinness, you're just like, dude, like I didn't even get off the toilet someday. I didn't even bother wiping. You know what I mean? Right. Last you paid to drink the Guinness. Last question, then we'll wrap us up. I sent to you, I sent it to you as well, just in case. Um, you yeah. get, you get ten grand for crashing a car into a wall at ten mile an hour. Every mile an hour faster, you get a grand. So if you crash the car in the car into the wall at eleven mile an hour, you get eleven grand. Twelve mile an hour, twelve a grand. How fast <laughs> would you go? <laughs> That's really good, man. Yeah, um, so good. These are some really thought out questions. I like where people's heads are at, eh? Um. Man, 10 grand, so you're basically getting a grand a mile, right? Yeah. I'll use kilometers for the Australian audience. Man, 10Ks is nothing, 20Ks, 30Ks. I reckon I could, I reckon I could, 40Ks, I could do no worries. 40 grand. Mm. I'm just trying to think, I'm just trying to think, pay out my debt here and get ahead. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. You'd love to just smack it at 120, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, because like immediately my head went, I could do 90, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like, yeah, dude, I don't know. If I was padded up with safety gear, oh, that's a lot of whiplash. Hey? I've already got a pretty bad neck. I reckon like i take the coward's way out at about 60Ks, but if I'm being honest with myself, 40, 40 to 50Ks, I reckon would break my brittle body well, well, without any safety well, gear. Well, put, put it this way. If you watch Formula One, some of those crashes happen like 140 mile an hour and they're fine. Yeah, and they make way more than ten grand, though. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, one hundred and forty grand for that crash. If it was in a Formula One car with the halo on and a Zorb around me, yeah, I'd do one hundred and forty, yeah. no problem. That's wild, eh? It, these are the, this is like I almost feel these questions, man. This is like Squid Game. This is like the next season of Squid Game. Are you sure it's not yeah. the writer? Of Squid I'm Game? fucking like, buzzing for next season of Squid Game just to fucking. Hey, me out too. There. Just yeah. just to watch a whole bunch of Koreans wiping their ass a hundred times. <laughs> A month. <laughs> Could you imagine that? The Koreans. Oh man, I love the Koreans. Yeah, um, we're huge in Korea. Um, dude, you get ten grand. Oh yeah, I like these. These questions are great. Every time you put up, like, hey, I need a question. Like, I totally forgot to share that until very, very late. But every time you put up a question, even just for your solo shows, I'm like, I have no idea um, what, like, what to ask. It's like I just like I go. I'm the most retarded person in the world at that moment. <laughs> I just can't think. No, see, the thing but, is, my listeners are fucked up animals, and they send me fucked. They're fucked and smart. Fucked up and fucked messages, <laughs> and I love it. But we've got a minute left here, so let's wrap this up. Um, wrap it up. Wrap it up. I would, I would definitely take my chances and drive that car at 120 mile an hour into a wall and hope for yeah. the best. I mean, yeah, your life. Look, we didn't really get too too deep into the mental health, man. I feel like maybe that's that's. Look, we we'll finish it up next time. We'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, um, that's for another day. Yeah, if you got to clean your life up, man, 140 mile an hour <laughs> in a wall, just try it. Yeah, fuck <laughs> it, shatter bust. Um, but that has been the King Smith podcast with your co-hosts, the King of the Catch, Aaron Thompson, and talking Thank Smith much, with, with, with Smitty. Um, as always, win the morning, win the day, and fucking love life, buy manscaped and all that there shit. You use. From promo code what? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Product product placement. Um, it's very good. The lawnmower 4.0 support support tonight for the Kingsmith podcast coming from Manscape. 
Use the code KOTC at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping. Yeah. And I will donate money to fix Smitty's internet. And next <laughs> month, we are gonna be, we're going to be on that cream, baby, the cream cable. Cream, cream, um, cream. No, good show, man. Yeah, I'll, good I'll, show. Very, I'll, I'll not very ask good you. to see you. 